Today's episode was sponsored by no one, because the show is independently hosted and for non-profit. But I guess you could say it is brought to you by our viewers, who have been able to listen to our podcast and give us a reason to keep going, because we know that someone out there is still listening to us. Welcome back to another episode of Compressed History, where we mainly go over the important must-knows about the past. Sometimes we simplify it down too far. Anyway, so you see how you're living now, with the right amount of everything? Not too much to complain about, and it's something you're able to handle on a daily basis. It sounds great, right? Well, it wasn't always that way. In fact, way back in the Progressive Era and the Gilded Age of the US, things were changing so rapidly and cities were urbanizing so fast that changes had to be made, including having to separate the high-income class and the less fortunate. And if you're one of those people that were always told to get a good job or else you get nowhere in life, then you might understand where this is going. So on today's show, we'll be discussing the living conditions that people who lived in urban cities had to deal with during the late 1800s, and how they compare today's more stabilized standards. To understand the living conditions back then, we have to first go over what was happening at this time. This was the progressive era of the late 1800s, which meant cities were urbanizing or filling up with people fast because of the huge wave of immigrants from the 1840s and 1850s that moved to the United States. This was a large amount of people that towns had to deal with and were influxing. And since this meant there were mostly people with low income at the same time, most housing was unaffordable to them at the time, and this made it kind of hard to settle all those people in without making locations that were more affordable and could house more people at the same time. Now, the rapid amount of people coming in had some problems. Cities were filling up fast, so they had issues trying to be able to give housing to every person. Early tenements had to occupy around 90% of their lots, leaving not much room for other necessities such as facilities for water or ventilation systems, restrooms or personal space, and privacy. These had a slight violation to rights for a safe settlement and to the people who couldn't afford it, which accounted for a lot of people at the time who were stuck on low income. Keep in mind that most of these people were immigrants from the late 1840s to the early 1850s that moved to the United States. So this meant that there were mostly low-income people, so it made it harder for the cities to provide affordable housing to them. Before we continue on this episode, I'd just like to say that this show has been sponsored once, not because we don't get offered to or request to, but because we mainly hope to focus on the main details of the part of history that we're trying to cover without all the extra unnecessary stuff or distracting stuff that the viewers didn't plan on coming for. We hope that by mainly focusing on the topic of this episode, we hope the viewer will be able to better understand the main scope of the episode of what we are talking about. That is all for now, back to the episode. Well, what was done to fix it? Well, there were a few attempts to fix it, which didn't really work out. To start off, the early attempts at reform included fire prevention measures, the creation of a Department of Survey and Inspection of Buildings in 1862, and the founding of the Metropolitan Board of Health in 1866. The following year, New York passed a tenement house law on May 14th. This was the nation's first comprehensive housing reform law. It established the first standards for minimum room size, ventilation, and sanitation, which required fire escapes and at least one restroom for every 20 inhabitants. This didn't really fix much, however, as tenements were still becoming increasingly crowded, to put that into an image, think of putting more than 700,000 people into around 15,000 small tenement buildings. Not much room, you think? And the enforcement on the tenement house law was very lax, meaning many tenements did not fit the regulations, just adding to issues. 
I think that since then, things have gotten much better. Almost everyone now has access to proper housing with important facilities taken care of. If we were still living in those times, it could be much worse. There are still some issues that have yet to be resolved, such as helping people with no income that have even the slightest number of necessities for being able to live. But that's going outside the scope of this episode, so we'll cover that in another time. That's all for this episode, and we'll see you next week. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. If you'd like to learn more about things that we didn't cover quite clearly on here, you can check out our sources linked down below. And let us know down in the comments about what we could also cover, and we might do it in a future episode. Thanks for listening. See you later. Thank you.